0: I feel so awkward when you're in the room like I feel like, <laughs> like by myself a, I could record just fine but then I have you and yeah. I just feel like really uncomfortable
1: <laughs> <laughs> why?
0: something personal
1: why you just feel
0: I just feel weird how so I don't know because you know me and you know I don't like talking and then I'm just like hi guys welcome to my <laughs> podcast <laughs>
1: doing it right now
0: yeah it's recording right <laughs> oh, now Oh so i have my boyfriend nicholas on the show back by popular demand
1: hey guys
0: <laughs> <laughs> no i really did have people tell me that
1: oh, the sick. podcast
0: with you was their favorite podcast so far. really okay so, cool yeah so this is nick he's my boyfriend he is basically the basis of all of my episodes generally <laughs> so i decided to have- we're kind of bored, honestly. So we were like, we want to make a follow up podcast because our last podcast we made when
1: I want to say at least three, four months ago.
0: Yeah, it might have been four months ago. So we're we're going on seven months now. Yeah. So things have slightly changed. They're kind of <laughs> the same, but yeah. So I just pulled up a bunch of questions that I thought would be appropriate to ask, and then we'll just see where it takes us. Forever. Yeah. It goes. So I liked this question. What do you consider cheating?
1: What do I consider cheating? I guess the whole emphasis of what anyone that I would consider cheating is like not wanting me to find out information that is sketchy. So like maybe if you don't want me to know that you're talking to another guy, that's kind of considered in some way cheating. Yeah. But if it's like, okay, you're talking to your friend, that's fine. Like
0: Mm
1: -hmm. it could be a guy friend. It could be a girlfriend. But if you're like hiding it because you don't want me to see it that's where it gets sketchy it's
0: any like secretive behavior, in my opinion
1: and you can still have your own space and have private conversations like because everyone does
0: yeah but i I think the same that it's anything that you wouldn't want your partner to find out about. exactly have do you have fears of being cheated on
1: um i wouldn't say so because it hasn't happened to me yeah and i'm a trusting person and i give you trust until you give me a reason not to like and that goes for any person Mm -hmm. um because if you start a relationship with trust issues there's not a lot of room for growth Mm -hmm. because then there's always second guessing oh they're texting right now are they texting a guy or girl oh they're on instagram right now are they thinking about someone else like it's not a healthy you can't live like yeah
0: i i don't have fears of being cheated on even though i have been but a lot of people that have been cheated on like that's all i think about mm-hmm. It's oh my god this person's gonna cheat on me again or mm-hmm. even if you're with a different person this person's you always think they have ulterior motives
1: yeah and, and i'm not that that's right or wrong but it's kind of like fool me once shame on me fool me twice shame on you
0: I thought it was the other way around. Fool me once, shame on you.
1: Oh. (laughs) Whoops. That's what I meant. (laughs) Because that makes no sense. Yeah, that's what I meant. My bad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The other question is kind of self-explanatory. I think how much honesty do you feel is needed in a relationship? I would say, like, complete honesty. Yeah, I
1: would say complete honesty.
0: Why would you want to build a relationship off of lies? Off lies, yeah. But I think a lot of people go into dating and they put on this, like, show of who they want their mm-hmm. partner to think they are and then after like two months that kind of wears
1: off. Yeah, because you can only put on the facade for so long. If yeah. you're like on your Instagram or on your Tinder, like, oh hey, I'm this type of person and you're really not because you feel like it'll get people to like you more. It's it's mm-hmm. just being real at the end of the day. And it's better for yourself too, because then you can find someone that you actually enjoy spending time with that has the same interests as you. Like yeah. with us, we We have so much fun, even if it's just like talking about stupid stuff or intellectual stuff or going on walks or talking about animals. Like if you really hated animals or I really hated going to the park, like how long can we put that facade up for before we're like, okay, I hate this. This isn't going to work out.
0: Yeah. You need to have some similar interests or at least some shared values. That's like you said the other day with a friend, you're like you and this person actually have nothing in common. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just outgrow each other, but other times it's like from the get-go, you should establish like, oh, we have the same morals and mm-hmm. things in common. Like, it's good to not be 100% like your partner, I think. Like, I like I like people that are really extroverted and like outgoing and friendly, and I'm not friendly or extroverted <laughs> whatsoever. But like, when it comes down to it, you have to do have things that you share.
1: Yeah, things that you have in common and then things that you – Don't have in common, but you can each learn like different aspects. Yeah, build off of each other and both grow in unison and separate. Mm -hmm. Because a relationship is bringing two separate people together. No one has to really give up anything. It's you both grow together.
0: True. So, this question why didn't your last relationship work out? So, I guess, why didn't it work out with people in the past?
1: Um, People in the past that I've been with, I haven't really felt a full connection between mind, body, and soul. Um, sure, they were great people, but I just never felt the type of way that I felt about you, honestly. So I never would let it get past a certain point because I never like leading people on, and I respect myself as well. I don't want to waste people's time or my time. Like, so
0: from the beginning, you were just like, this is just going to be what it is.
1: Yeah, and, and if it's a friendship, if it's – whatever it is because i never want to lead people on and sometimes i like i'm so bad with catching cues on if a person likes me or not a lot of guys are yeah so sometimes i won't even know because i'm i am a friendly person so i just assume everyone else is having friendly conversation yeah. not necessarily that they're flirting with me or that whatever the case might be
0: i could usually tell when a girl's flirting with a well guy.
1: yeah if it's like like that obvious then you can tell but i just like having conversation with random people yeah sometimes
0: that's true how has your perspective of love changed over the last few years
1: um i don't know i never to be honest i never thought love was for me i always thought that i'd kind of be by myself and then when i started dating you even in the beginning i was like oh, okay i really like this person but then over time, like I guess love just builds. That's what I realized. That spending time with a person that obviously isn't related to you, you grow with them, you share experience with them, you share life moments with them. And and that's love is like a tree for me. It starts off as a seed and then you water it and it just gets bigger and bigger.
0: That's romantic. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I've never heard yeah. you see that before. Yeah. Love is like a
1: tree. Yeah, love is sometimes like a
0: tree. trees get burned down though.
1: But other times, they can last hundreds of years. That's true. But you never know if you don't plant the seed.
0: That's true. So optimistic. So cute. <laughs> what do you want out of this? What did you go into this relationship, I guess, wanting?
1: Um. A person that I could be myself with. Honestly.
0: I didn't initially want a relationship, so I just went into our um whatever you call it Mm -hmm. our situation just thinking i would have like a fuck buddy
1: going into it
0: but then nick kept asking (laughs) and my life coach was like lauren stop like blowing off the nice guys
1: and Mm -hmm. i was just like
0: but he's unlike anyone i've ever been with before she's like that's probably a good thing because everyone you've ever been with was like a sociopath got a
1: point <laughs> <laughs> you got a point there doc
0: <laughs> how do you deal with difficult emotions in our relationship
1: um the best thing that I've learned is just to take a step back because sometimes in the moment I'm thinking about a thousand different things so I kind of like it's like brain overload if I take a minute just relax marinate a little bit my mind clears and then I can realize okay that's not such a big deal or I gotta just relax and just let stuff happen instead of worrying about what could or could not happen or may happen or may not happen living in the moment
0: can you give an example or two of difficult emotions that have come up in our relationship
1: difficult emotions i guess the first time when you told me that you and ashley were moving away to tennessee um it kind of was not a shock to me because you've told me that that was something that you wanted to do in the past. And then when you told me while we were driving, it kind of smacked me in the face for like, okay, this is actually happening. And I thought thousand different things. Oh, she's going to break up with me tomorrow. Oh, this really sucks. Uh, I'm never going to find someone that I love again. Oh, uh, I'm going to move to tenant. Like so many things that were just like not needed in my head at the moment that I kind of self, created that when I took a step back and really realized, okay, Nick, just worry about the now. Don't worry about five months from now. Don't worry about things that haven't even happened yet. Yeah. And I just said, okay, if it's supposed to be that we're together, then it's going to be, if it's not, then at least you met someone that's super awesome and you both had great experiences. And then look a few months down the line, that wasn't meant to be for you and Ashley. Yeah. So life kind of works, works its way out. If it's supposed to happen, it's supposed to happen. I think.
0: That's true. Well, the reason that I didn't want a relationship with anyone is because I was thought I was moving to Tennessee this year. And then it just so happened that that wasn't what I was meant to do. So I figured like, why not? Like just instead of thinking about my life in Tennessee, because I was like super convinced I would never get married to someone from New York. Like I always thought it would be someone down South or like my thing was like, I don't want to get married unless the person has a Southern accent. That was my thing. (laughs) And then like the first month we were dating, I was just like, I don't see this going anywhere serious because I'm, I'm meant to marry someone Mm -hmm. from a different state. Like I'm not meant to be with a guy from New York. And then I had to realize like, why am I, Gonna pass away a good person for a life that I don't even know, like if that's meant to be mine.
1: And you know, it's really funny. That was my whole mindset moving back here. So, a little backstory I lived here till I was nine years old, meeting on Long Island. And then I moved to Florida until I was 16 years old. And then I moved back to Long Island. When I moved back here, I knew I was like, I don't want to be involved with. Anyone in New in New York? Because I don't want to have any ties down here because I'm not living here. Yeah, I knew that, and that was a big reason why I never dated anyone either. Because I said I'm not going to get emotionally invested and get stuck here. Because yeah. I'm I don't want anything to do with New York. No offense, New York, but New York sucks. New York sucks. <laughs> Coming from a New Yorker that was born here, and Lauren was born <laughs> here too. New York sucks. Oh, Great right to right visit in. though, but don't live here. So no, <laughs> anyway, then. I kind of started messing with you and then my priorities changed too yeah. because I knew for a fact I was, I didn't like anything that I had to do with New York. And that meant the people there too. I right. was always going to move away from New York. Yeah. So it's just crazy.
0: Yeah. It's funny how that works. Mm-hmm. And now we're both in New York, but we both want to get out of New York. Exactly. So that's good because a lot yeah. of people here, born here, live here, if die, here. die here. Yeah. Yep. So the next question is, do you feel that we make each other better people?
1: I feel that we do. Um, I feel that we both kind of push ourselves to be a not a better version of ourselves, but to be our true self. Mm. Because there's no better version of you. It's just who you can be down the line. Like, it's not better or worse. If you get a master's degree, it's not better or worse. Mm-hmm. It just means you're it's just more, different. it's just different.
0: That's true. What do you value most about our relationship?
1: Um, Our communication.
0: Interesting.
1: (laughs) Because even when we go to therapy and stuff, like the therapists have have told us that you've been open a lot more to me than anyone in the past. And I can appreciate that a thousand percent. Yeah. So, and, and also just... The simplicity of just being able to, I guess, be ourselves, make funny jokes, not take each other too seriously, like just kind of hang out, like going to the park. That can be enough. We can have a cool conversation, yeah. walk around, enjoy the animals, mm-hmm. picture our, our animal farm later in life. Mm-hmm. like just stupid, silly things. It doesn't have to be so... Oh my God, uh, we got to go to a, a drinking party at, at Becky's and then we got to go to the bars and then we have to go to the club. It can be a lot more just authentic, cool, collected relationship goals.
0: Also, just a side note, uh, relationships that are built off of partying and drinking will never work out because you don't know each other you don't spend enough time with each other sober to know, oh, I only like this person when drugs mm. or alcohol or, or partying is involved. Yeah,
1: and that's, you don't like that person. No. You like that person drunk, <laughs> when they're, yeah, the influence. exactly. You like the idea of that person.
0: Yeah, that's why I don't drink like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like who I am when I'm drunk sometimes, but you can't have a relationship it, yeah. a healthy relationship if you're not sober at least 90% exactly. of the time. Exactly. Yeah, it I can't be that.
1: the regular. It no. can be the yeah, the outlier every every so often. Exactly.
0: What things won't you compromise on in a relationship?
1: Um, honesty. Probably just honesty. You got to be honest. What do you you got to say what you want in a relationship. That's it. Cuz maybe two people don't want the same thing in a relationship.
0: But what if you're confused and you don't know what you want?
1: Then say that you're confused and you don't know what you want because that's being honest. That's true. And then you say, hey, uh, it's not a yes or no. It's it's a let's see where this goes. Mm -hmm. It's all about honesty because if you're unsure and you say yes or if you're unsure and you say no, that's not fair to you or them.
0: Mm -hmm. That's true. So is that your top priority in a relationship as well, honesty?
1: Yeah, I guess honesty and then just having each other's back. Uh, like whatever that means, whether someone's having a crappy day and the other person's like, let me just try to make it a little less shittier Mm. or anything, just anything having each other's back.
0: How important is sex to you?
1: Honestly, for me, it's definitely not a top priority. Let's be honest. Sex is great. Everyone likes sex.
0: I don't know about that. What?
1: Okay. Okay. Maybe I'm just projecting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah right okay so for me sex is kind of like icing on the cake it's it's great to have it's it's fun but I never get into a relationship for having sex because let's be honest you can have sex without being yeah. in a relationship and that's just is what it is in 2020 2021 yeah you, you don't need to be in a relationship to have sex but I don't want to be in a relationship just for sex because that's Being in a relationship is physical, mental, emotional. Mm -hmm. It's all three. If you only want one out of the three or two out of the three, don't be in a relationship.
0: That's true. Something that came up last week in therapy, which was interesting. So I like backstory. If this is your first time listening to my podcast, I am a survivor of sexual assault and abuse. And so sex is something that is really kind of warped in my mind and like I have a different perspective on it in terms of intimacy and like control. So it's something I talk about a lot with my therapist and Nick and Nick was saying something like, I said something to my therapist, like maybe we should take sex off the table just so I don't feel, I don't want to say pressure because Nick doesn't pressure me to have sex, but I feel like there's an expectation or I feel obligated because of my history of violence and things like that and Nick was like most couples don't have sex every day and i was kind of just like what because any person i've ever been in a relationship with they were narcissists so they needed sex at least at least once a day sometimes up to like five times a day so when Nick said like i don't expect you to have sex with me every day i was kind of like what the fuck
1: yeah because uh-
0: i didn't know that and if i think if i would have known that from the get go or communicated like and just been honest about that like how I was projecting my like assumptions onto you, then I wouldn't have felt that resentment around sex.
1: Yeah. Because just being honest for my um, experience with sex, any partner that I've been with, it has never been daily. It's been the three to four times a week. It's never been like four to five times a day or two times yeah. a day. Cause that's, Let's be honest, it's like a job at that point. Yeah,
0: it feels like a chore. (laughs)
1: Exactly, and that's not what sex should be. If sex feels like a chore, then it should be off the table for that day. You both want to be in the moment. Sex is a two-way street. And sure, sometimes one person may be more in the mood than the other person, but if one person doesn't want to have it, it shouldn't be had, like point blank.
0: Yeah, and that's why sex has always felt like a burden to me because I felt like I was sacrificing what I wanted in the moment for the other person but i guess it's not normally like that because my in my perspective in my like trauma lens of sex like i always thought if i don't have sex with you you're just gonna go look to have sex somewhere else or like and that upset me so i was just like okay i'll just get it over with even if i don't want to do it Mm
1: -hmm. and maybe in those past relationships those guys might have tried to get sex other at other places because maybe that's just in their mind what the idea was of sex was like people also have different interpretations of it and that was my yeah. interpretation that you have it when both people want to have it
0: yeah I've literally had an say to me if you don't have sex with me like a hundred other girls would be dying too and that's why I brought that baggage into our relationship and just thought like okay mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter what I want so mm-hmm. i might as well just to prevent x y and z from happening but that was never the
1: case <laughs> and that's why i think it always goes back to communication yeah right because honesty is cool and all but communication doesn't really have anything to do with honesty because mm-hmm. it's all about yeah communication just say hey listen like this is how like sex is for me this is how i want it to be this is how it was in the past yeah same with everything else
0: 100 yeah so what are your thoughts on obviously where? going to therapy we've gone like a couple times what were your thoughts on relationship counseling
1: um i think it's amazing because sometimes having a two-way conversation it may feel awkward bringing them some things up but when yeah. there's a third party member who can kind of play devil's advocate who can play as a mediator it may be easier for you to speak your true piece mm-hmm. about a situation and it's just perspective because maybe i have a certain view on something You have a certain view on something and the therapist can say, okay, here's how these views can come together. It's, they have nothing on the table, so to speak, in terms of bias. So I think it's amazing. I think the stigma of therapy is sad because people think only broken people or people that are in trouble need to go to therapy. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. I think everyone should and must go to therapy because if you're doing great, it'll make things better. If you're doing okay, it'll make things better. If you're confused, it'll make things better. It can Mm -hmm. only help. It can't hurt. It can only hurt if you go and you don't have an open mindset. Because if you go in and say, this isn't going to work, hey, guess what? It's not going to work because you're not going to put the effort in.
0: People that say they have no problems are people with the biggest problems. (laughs) Or the
1: biggest uh, denial. Denial. Yeah, Yeah. you need
0: therapy the most. Exactly, yeah. Sorry, not sorry.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We've talked about
0: this so many times, but if the people didn't hear our last podcast which i'll link in the show notes the first time you saw me and our first date what were your thoughts hmm we've talked about this like so many times first Man, like, time first like time we other.
1: met or first time we went on a date
0: um i guess from the first time we met to the first time okay we went on a date.
1: well actually first time we actually actually met was it was around october last year and we were with a few of our mutual friends going to a uh, pumpkin picking festival. So before we actually went there, we all carpooled together and we went to a breakfast place. Um, I was there with a couple of my buddies before Lauren got there. And I actually went to go use the bathroom and Lauren got there and I didn't know it was Lauren. She didn't know it was me because we never met. And when I finished using the bathroom and I was walking back towards the table, she went to go use the bathroom. So I made eye contact with her, and we had masks on, obviously. So I only saw we her made eyes. Made eye
0: contact. Yeah. I didn't remember this.
1: Exact. It's so funny, and I was like, mention. I was like, wow, she looks really nice. And then it went through my mind, passed it. I went and sat down to go eat with uh, Connor and Hope. And then four minutes later, two minutes later, you come back and take a seat. And in my head, I was thinking, oh wow, that's so interesting. That was the girl that I thought looked nice. And so that was like, I guess the first time I ever like clicked and saw you. But then during the whole uh, pumpkin patch thing, we were kind of doing our our own thing. You were hanging out with like Gina and stuff. I was, I was drunk, hanging out with Connor. Yeah, because <laughs> after we went to a winery and had some had some drinks too. We weren't driving though. All good.
0: <laughs> I was talking about all the guys. I was fucking. With. It
1: was it was kind of funny. Actually. And you know what's
0: funny? I went to the bathroom because I went to fix my makeup because Hope was like, "I'm gonna bring a boy for you."
1: And I didn't know it was
0: you. (laughs) That is so fun
1: Because I I honestly, I could say this without sounding mean, I was not interested whatsoever. And you felt the same way.
0: Yeah. I was so tied up in my like tindering.
1: And I was so tied up in my, I'm not giving anyone a chance because I want to get out of here.
0: (laughs) But I I think I liked you after our like third date.
1: Yeah. Because you don't know each other. You really don't know each other. Like that first time we were doing our own thing. The second time was what at uh, my Halloween party, mm-hmm. and we were all alcohol was involved, so that wasn't that our was true selves. also
0: obliterating. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. I, swear. I <laughs> promise
1: she's not. <laughs> and then the third time, it was okay. Let's actually go on like a uh, double date. Can
0: we went to the gym or something.
1: Uh, I think no. I think we actually went to uh, Tanger. Okay. And then then we went to the gym. Gotcha. So like yeah. Okay. Our first date when it was just me and you was probably the fourth or fifth time Mm. that we've seen each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, So, Yeah, Yeah, I thought you were
0: cute by then. I didn't think you were cute until... Like, not cute like that, but like cute Mm -hmm. like a boy. Oh, my God, a boy, Mm. like a potential boy. Well, for me, finding people
1: attractive, (laughs) I I can honestly say this, it's not based on if they're hot or not. Yeah. Like, you can be hot and I can't be attracted to you. It literally has has to to be... be, I have to like your personality. I have to like... Yeah, I have to like you as a person, not okay, wow, you, you got nice a nice butt or whatever. That doesn't do it for me.
0: Yeah. I'm the same way. That's why I consider most people ugly because I don't <laughs> like their personality. Yeah,
1: you can have you could be handsome or, or beautiful and have an ugly personality, and yeah, you're ugly to me.
0: That's true. So what's your favorite thing about me?
1: Thing about you. I gotta say, honestly, your personality
0: my personality sucks
1: no it doesn't
0: i'm so i'm angry or depressed like 15 percent of the time
1: you're authentic to me Mm -hmm. your personality is authentic to me when you're happy you let me know it when you're upset you let me know it when you let him
0: know
1: yeah (laughs) yeah she does your
0: passive aggressiveness
1: yeah but she lets me i read between the lines
0: don't be like me
1: (laughs) no but that's what i love about you it because it's it's you that's you. You're not pretending that everything's okay. You're mm-hmm. not pretending you're not happy when you're not happy. Like, it's your authenticity. True. And, and that's sexy to me.
0: Mm. What's one thing I do that turns you on? By the way, I'm reading these off of Google, guys. I'm not, like, thinking these off <laughs> the top of my head. I'm head. not, like, <laughs> narcissistically being like, let's Tell me everything that's so great <laughs> about me.
1: Um. What was the question?
0: What's one thing I do that turns you on?
1: I love when you smile.
0: Mm, course, and sometimes so I, I have to
1: tickle smile. her to make her smile. I but, hate
0: being tickled.
1: But literally, your smile.
0: I see. Mm, you, I have to think about this it might take a few minutes
1: <laughs> on the next episode guys
0: <laughs> stay tuned Stay tuned for their next episode in 2022 <laughs> maybe i'll have come up with an answer by
1: then probably not
0: no just how mm. kind you are like how um positive and hopeful you are not that it turns me on sexually but i just mm-hmm. admire it i guess is a better question because mm. like you always see the good in people
1: mm-hmm And to be honest, I was never always that way. It honestly was like a light switch for me. I can't say there was a moment that, oh, wow, I became negative to positive. It was just one day I woke up and I was like, you know what? Let me just think of a different perspective on life. And I couldn't be more happy than I am today. Um, I want to say it was sometime maybe a few months before uh, COVID. Mm. So it's very, very recent. Not that I was like depressed or anything but i was definitely not in the positive mindset so to speak i was just kind of going through life and i was like you know what let me enjoy who i am for what i am and for what my life is as it is now and for what it can be
0: that's true i wish i could be like that i'm trying I yeah you're not- trying
1: and that's the best thing you can do
0: yeah you're your attitude or your temperament is like 60 percent um genetic actually it's like biological you are born with a set biological happiness rate like obviously you could make it fluctuate fluctuate increase or decrease but it's all like neurologically built into your cells it's interesting that is interesting do you see our relationship in five years
1: um, honestly, relationship I don't, <laughs> I, I came to find out that I don't really like that question. And here's why, because you sent me some, some videos about, uh, dating a person that is, what is it called?
0: Uh, I've sent you like 50. Yeah. So um, I don't, emotional
1: I just, uh, empath.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A high sensitive
1: person. There you go. And it said one of the biggest things to not do is is to <laughs> overwhelm them and talk about big picture stuff, such as mm. seeing where we're going to be in five years. Yeah. The best thing I can say for me and you is to say, I, I, do, I don't know, but I would love to see us together in five years from now. And, and leave it at that because it.
0: Yeah. I
1: never want to overwhelm. And that's what I've been learning. It's It's been a great process dating you because I've learned so much.
0: Yeah.
1: And not just about your emotional.
0: Mental illness.
1: Yeah. Not just, honestly, not just your mental illness, but you as a person. And -hmm. that's what I love. I love you as a person and you just so happen to have a mental illness. That doesn't mean anything else. I have brown hair. Mm. That's what it should be. You have a mental illness. I have black facial hair. Yeah. It's just, it's something that is, it's part of your, it's part of you, but it Mm -hmm. shouldn't define you.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting point of view because a lot of people, if you said straight at the gate, oh, this person has a mental illness, they'd just be like, I want nothing to do with them. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I would never, if I openly knew that this person had X, Y, and Z, no, that's a deal breaker for me.
1: Because no one takes the time to understand Not it. Not me
0: personally, but I'm mm-hmm. just saying in general.
1: Yeah, no one takes the know? time to understand it. and And then you just see the mantras of, oh, that person has a mental illness. They're the psycho that shaves their head and runs down the street. Like, yeah because let's be honest you've read what a psychopath is or what mental illness is through a book through a movie you've mm-hmm. never really understood what that means there's a yeah. lot more people that have emotional issues than just the people that are actually mm-hmm. told by a doctor i guarantee you oh yeah there's so many people there's that a lot are of undiagnosed people. yeah
0: but i've dated a lot of people with mental illnesses i've dated a psychopath i've dated people that have been substance abuse i've dated people with bipolar, like all these things. And I think for me it was really overwhelming because I also have mental health problems. So it kind of was too much for me because I couldn't even handle my own mental illness. But as someone mm-hmm. that doesn't have like a serious mental illness, like schizophrenia or, or major depression, like it might be it might be a different perspective. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Um, in terms of what? Like
0: like your experience personally.
1: Experience dealing with you? Yeah. Um, it's, I can't say it's been, it hasn't been bad. Okay. Um, it's def, it's been an eye opener because now I know, I know what is true and what isn't true about mental illness. Yeah. Um, and it's, it sounds a lot more scary than it is because when you under when you actually try to understand it, you learn to not take certain things personal. Yeah, not learn- yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the more it's the more you learn about something, the less scary it is. And that's with anything. Mm. The more information you have on a subject, the more you can collectively say, "Okay, this isn't so bad." Yeah, knowledge is power, and that's in every aspect.
0: Because coming from the person that does have the psychiatric issues, like I feel a lot of, I guess guilt and shame and that I feel like I'm a burden to you or that I'm too hard to handle. And that's why I've had so many like complicated feelings, because I'm like, if I just break up with him, I'll be doing him a favor so he won't have to deal with me anymore. Because a lot of people with mental health problems like feel bad.
1: Mm -hmm. And that's what society has taught you to think, Yeah, I have something wrong with me. Mm -hmm. That's not the case. Sure there'd like to be ways like to manage it but that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you people have high blood pressure and they don't get shamed across the street they take pills for it people who have who are overweight they try to go to the gym there's other aspects to get healthy but you don't get shunned like you do with mental illness and it's it's not fair and it shouldn't be
0: because you feel like it's a flaw in your personality, mm-hmm. or it's a character defect.
1: Yeah, and that you don't deserve everything that a normal quote, unquote, person should have just mm-hmm. because of your mental illness. Yeah. Which couldn't be farther from the truth.
0: So I guess bouncing off the last question, we should skip over the Do you ever want to get married and have kids? question. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Now, before you show me those videos, honestly, I would have went on probably a whole spiel of "Oh, I would love that bloody blah. But I know that does nothing but overwhelm you, which is what I don't want to do. Yeah. So, and that's why me learning that information, I think has helped us. I would say in the last two weeks or last week Mm
0: -hmm.
1: since you've been sending me that stuff, I've been reevaluating how I talk to you because I know what is good and what is not necessarily helpful when all I'm trying to do is help. Yeah. So I may say the wrong thing out of love, but it's, it's not helpful.
0: Yeah, what we're talking about is my therapist, my personal therapist like suggested I send Nick videos for like psychoeducational purposes cuz sometimes let's say your partner has a type of I don't know, cancer. It's good for you to read up about what makes it worse, what exacerbates it, what could trigger it, what isn't helpful. So she said do the same thing with like what you're going through to kind of give a better understanding, I guess. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think it's been working wonders. And yet again, it falls back on therapy. If mm-hmm. you weren't going to therapy and we didn't do couples therapy, now it's, I'm still saying the same thing that I think is helping you mm-hmm. and it's only hurting you. And then you may be resented towards me that I keep bringing it up and it's...
0: Yeah, a good example. I My last boyfriend who really like tried, I didn't make things easy for him whatsoever, but he thought because I told him that I have this history of like rape and trauma and things like that. He knew that it wasn't easy for me to communicate. So sometimes when I would get triggered and become like in a traumatic stress response, he would just keep prying and be like, tell me what's wrong. Tell me what's wrong. I know something's wrong. And I felt like I was being attacked and it just made me even more like afraid and like kind of clam up and not be able to open.
1: Which is the exact opposite of- of what you would need and what we would mm-hmm. want. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It just made things like exactly. a million times. worse. Exactly. Whereas that I just got like psycho aggressive and I was like, shut the fuck up. And I just like <laughs> ran out of the car. So I think it's helpful to like know what works and what doesn't work on both ends. Mm-hmm. You know, Um let's get back to this question. Cause you, this is a no for you. Have you ever cheated on a girlfriend? But I, I, made an entire episode or five about this like i've cheated in the past i think it was once and i don't think that once a cheater always a cheater i don't agree with that Uh, i I
1: don't agree with that 100 percent because the definition of cheating is different from person to person as well as if you're not together is that considered cheating
0: interesting yeah like if you're on a break if you're
1: on a break like it's all a matter of perspective yeah um so if if you're on a break and you're technically not together if you're actively Mm -hmm. still trying to make things work that's a different story but if it's hey free for all free for all yeah i
0: would be so hurt by that even like i don't know this might sound petty but My last relationship, we broke up, got back together, broke up, got back together, and we were broken up for a day, and my friend saw him on Tinder, and I felt so fucking disrespected.
1: And that's why you never want to play the game of breaking up and Mm -hmm. not breaking up. If you're breaking up, that means, okay, we're not meant for each other. There's an issue. Um, We need to both move on with our lives. That's why instead of breaking up, have the heavy conversation, go to therapy. Because if then, you want to if you if you want to make it work out, because maybe it's just a silly argument that mm. caused you to both say in a rage or a a big riptide of emotion, say "Let's break up" when you both really didn't mean it, and then someone Me. wants to get the other person jealous. It's it's a whole big. What fiesta. is your
0: opinion on breaks?
1: On breaks, I I personally don't believe in them. Yeah, I believe in. It's either it's going to happen or an excuse. Yeah. Um. Try therapy if you feel like – because a, a break is saying, okay, we, we, we don't want to break up, but we don't want to be together. Yeah. We want to see what's going to happen. Yeah. And at that point – It's complex. It's really complex, and you can either try to get some help with therapy. Yeah. And if you don't want to go that route, then I think – breaking up is a better option than going on a break Mm because going on a break is just going to get one person hurt. That's true. Or both.
0: Switching gears. What's your biggest sexual fantasy?
1: Sexual fantasy. Hmm.
0: I'm really bad at answering this question.
1: I would say just for like 24 hours, just having sex everywhere we go. (laughs) No, just like everywhere we go. Not 24 (laughs) seven, but but let's say like we wake up in the morning. Sex. Yeah. We uh go to like when we were at the, we went to a gym yesterday that had like this inflatable yeah, we water gonna, bed, uh, and I wanted to have sex. We were there. gonna
0: fuck in the tanning booth, but yeah. we couldn't get in the tanning
1: booth. <laughs> so stuff like that, just like spending a whole day of wherever we go, we have sex. Yeah, I think that would be super hot.
0: I think that sex in public places is hot, but I'm just so scared to do it because I've been caught by a cop in the past and I almost went to jail. So it kind of like <laughs> ruined that yeah. fantasy for me. Um, Let's see here. Have I ever hurt you in any way unintentionally?
1: Um, I'll be honest. Sometimes sometimes yes, but that was before me having information, like knowing not to take stuff personally.
0: Can you give an example?
1: Um, Like sometimes... Uh an example I guess a few months back when we were something happened to where we were both just like a little off like something didn't feel right. It was right before we uh did that like escape room. okay, I can't remember okay, so I don't know it was just like very it, it kind of felt cold and that was just more so that was when you were still thinking out if you thinking about if you wanted to like move away, move out of the state and stuff like that. And it was fight or flight. And I guess I was like, really hurt, like, oh, Nick, you're not doing enough. Oh, Nick, Mm -hmm. you're, you're not good enough, this and that. But then I got to realize I can't take that personally. And I can't make that my self worth. That's just the mental illness, so to speak. Like, sometimes you're going to be at your highs and sometimes you're going to be at your lows and I can't judge you for either
0: Hmm. yeah I wish I could remember what exactly you were Mm -hmm. talking about but that's interesting um this question I like because I'm gonna assume for you it's no but I wanted to talk about it for me personally do you still have feelings for someone in your past
1: um what do you mean by feelings
0: I don't know (laughs)
1: Um, like, do I wish love for a certain person? Yes. No,
0: feelings, like, you feel something towards them. Like, I don't know.
1: That's a complex question.
0: Well, because the other day you asked me, you said something like, do you still have feelings for your ex or you're not over Mm -hmm. your ex? And I talked about this in an episode or two ago that like i'm over him but i'm not over the trauma. yeah yeah
1: like i i certainly have love for people that i've been with in the past do i want to be with them no Mm. but i i send love towards them yeah and i hope they do everything that they want to in life but it's kind of like i love you at a distance i really don't want to have anything to do with you but i don't want anything harmful to happen to you
0: yeah that's how i feel towards all my exes yeah even though some of them like <laughs> I have been horrible. I never wish bad on really anyone.
1: And that goes—that goes to show how strong of a person you are.
0: Yeah, because I mean, they are part of your life, like for a year, a couple of years, mm-hmm. even a few months. So they're part of your story,
1: exactly. And so you, I
0: don't regret it,
1: and you don't want to. Say like those three, four, however many years of your life were right off or horrible no, because no, it taught you, a waste. it made you the person you are today, and it taught you a lesson. A lesson is a lesson; yeah. it doesn't mean it's good or bad. It means you learned stuff.
0: That's why I don't believe in failed relationships because just because a relationship didn't lead to marriage or work out, and the way society tells us, like if it taught you a lesson or whatever, it was part of your life's path, then it wasn't a fail. Mm -hmm. you know like even a relationship ending that could be a success because that clearly wasn't for you then exactly
1: yeah because imagine yeah imagine staying in that relationship just because oh it has to work Mm -hmm. and it being super unhealthy and something horrible could happen
0: yeah because a lot of people in marriages are miserable and you know Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean it's successful just because you yeah
1: just because you have the oh i've been married for 25 years yeah yeah but we're both cheating on each other we don't love each other we have three kids and We can't stand even looking at each other's face. Yeah.
0: yeah. How do you feel about pornography?
1: Pornography. In a relationship, I feel like if you watch it mutually, that's awesome. Um, If you want to watch it separately, have that conversation with your partner and say, hey, is it okay if I want to watch porn? And if they say it makes me really uncomfortable, then you have to respect their decision. But for me personally, I porn doesn't really do it for me. Sure, in middle school it was it was awesome, but it's not realistic. Porn is a facade, and it it only hurts. It, it doesn't.
0: Yeah.
1: It doesn't help. Uh, don't get me started. Um, so that's my stance on porn. If you really want to watch it, ask your partner how they feel about it, or, or you can watch it together. Yeah. yeah, you can make it mutual.
0: Yeah. How often do you think couples should have sex?
1: Um. Honestly whenever they're in the mood, there yeah. shouldn't there's really no be set number. There should be no set number. Cause even if let's say we do say two, three times a week, maybe we want to have sex more. Maybe we want to have sex less. Maybe something went on in that week to where we couldn't see each other or yeah. something really bad happened. Something really good happened. Maybe we're hanging out with the family and there's not an option to have sex. It, there should never it's be individual. Yeah. There should never be a set number for anything. Just let stuff happen when it happens
0: yeah especially going in with an expectation then it could kind Mm -hmm. of make it not enjoyable exactly because you're just doing it for the sake of doing it
1: and also at the end of the day sex will get repetitive Mm. so if you have it every single day (laughs) all the time it will get boring doesn't matter what you do to spice it up
0: that's like anything that's anything chocolate cake every day it's exciting at first exactly it's awesome i want devil's food cake exactly
1: or Or you'll go you know what i really want a salad yeah you'd be surprised yeah
0: what is your favorite thing that we do or have done in bed together
1: in bed together i honestly i love when we're embracing really tight and making eye contact Mm. that's kind of like i i love intimate stuff (laughs) (laughs) guess what we're doing after this podcast (laughs)
0: Do you have an inkling about what will end our relationship? That's a really morbid question. Honestly,
1: no, because I'm not – that's not on my mind.
0: That's good. It's always on Mm -hmm. my mind. Just because I think of my history and my past. Like you said something the other day that I talked – I made a whole podcast about it that you were like, that's what love is. Like it's happiness, it's joy, it's connection. I was like, love is fucking painful. Like I've never Mm -hmm. thought of love as happy things. I've always thought of it as pain or hurt or breaking up or losing someone or abandonment. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting.
1: And and not to say that love is all happiness. Mm -hmm. There's two sides of a coin with love. When you love someone, when they die or if something bad happens to them, you feel that pain. Mm -hmm. But it, it doesn't mean it, It doesn't mean you shouldn't have love
0: yeah
1: like the the positives for me outweigh the negatives because love is just so awesome love it for my perspectives yeah now there's i don't want to say there's a right or wrong way or the true way of what love is but love is supposed to be a good thing across the board and that's just that's just what love is just like if Mm -hmm. something is the color blue it is the color blue yeah like, you can't say, no, that's purple. Love is supposed to be positive. Now, can people experience love completely negative? Yes. Yeah. And that really sucks. And that's our differences because I've experienced, for the most part, love in my life in a positive way. And you've experienced it mostly in a negative way. Yeah. So it's just trying to figure out how can we...
0: Unlearn the negative Exactly. Yeah. I always think of, do you know the Corinthians quote in the Bible verse, love is patient, love is kind. Mm-hmm. I've, I always had like a negative association with love. So I was always kind of like, what kind of love are they talking mm-hmm. about? And, and, <laughs>
1: and the sad part is that was never love. They just yeah. use the word love mm-hmm. as a facade. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. A manipulation tactic. If you love me, you'll have sex with me seven times a day. Mm-hmm. If you love me, you'll put up with me yeah love should never have a negative aspect but yeah it it does when people use it as a playing card yeah
0: love is never controlling yeah that's not love that's just insecurity
1: Mm -hmm. at its finest
0: what is your what is the best way or your favorite way to show
1: love to show love um i'm a i like to say it um sometimes i'll tell you i love you 15 times a day because for me i found out that just through like death, not even in my family, but just seeing death, everyone's like, oh, I wish I said I loved you more. Mm-hmm. And I never want to be that person when someone I love goes. I never want to say, I wish I said I love them more. Yeah. So when I say, like, if I'm thinking in my head, wow, I really love you, Lauren. I'm just going to say it. Hey, babe, I love you. If I want to say it to my mom, I'm going to say, hey, mom, I love you. Thanks for helping me with my laundry. Thanks for this and that. If I want to look at my dog and say, Hey, I love you, buddy. I want to use it whenever I feel it. I never want to make it a word that
0: like Mm -hmm. I don't want to overuse
1: it that has no that has no meaning. But I never want to hold back. I want to be my full self. And if I want to think something, I want to say it Mm -hmm. as long as it's like from the heart.
0: Yeah, remember, we took that quiz the five love languages, I think you got well I'm definitely words of affirmation but what you're saying is basically like words of affirmation I think that was yeah. like your second one I don't know if you were quality time was number one I do
1: like yeah I love cuddling and stuff like that I'm physical but not necessarily like sexual like I love yeah, hugging her I love rubbing her back like that's and I'm I like love the I hate <laughs> yeah.
0: physical contact like that yeah. I hate being touched so it's been a learning process for me so it's like <laughs> all right like exposure therapy. Exposure. <laughs> so that being said, how much time do you think couples need apart?
1: Um, I do think you need to be your own self mm-hmm. and then have the relationship together. So I don't think there should be a set time. Oh, you need four hours apart. Oh, you need this. But if there's, okay, I want to work out with Jared on a day. Okay. You want to get your nails done. Yeah. Oh, I want to hang out with my mom. Like. Whenever you feel like, okay, something came up to where I got to do something with my family yeah. or self-care, do it. because well, you, you have
0: to be independent.
1: Exactly. Yeah, you want to be independent. You can still love each other and always like enjoy each other's company, but that doesn't mean like you can't be your own person as well. Like, yeah. You never want to have resentment towards, oh, since I'm always hanging out with you, I can't go to the gym anymore. Oh, since I'm always hanging out with you, I can't yeah. get my nails done. You I don't can't. want to lose yourself. Exactly. But that doesn't mean that being with a person will make you lose yourself because you can do stuff that you both like together. Mm-hmm. Like going to parks or trying yoga or you coming to the gym with me or us going to try ice skating if you like ice skating. Like doing stuff yeah. that you like as a couple or that I like as a couple allows you to, to do both.
0: Yeah, and that's like one of my biggest fears because – like in relationships, I felt like I've been smothered or just feeling trapped. And like, that's why I have such a hard time with, I guess, long-term commitment is because even my therapist the other day, she was like, cause I'm a very like sensitive, like introverted person. So like, I need that alone time to recharge. And then she was kind of like, well, if you live together, when are you going to have that alone time? And that kind of like freaked me out. Cause mm-hmm. I was like the, even the idea of losing my quote unquote freedom is just like really overwhelming.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's why I think even with moving in with each other, you have, you have space. Yeah. Like, hey, babe, I'm going to go play video games for an hour. Hey, babe, I'm going to go meditate for an hour. Mm-hmm. Hey, babe, I want to uh, walk around the block. Personal or, time. Yeah. yeah. Hey, babe, I'm going to go get my nails done. I'm, I'm going to go relax. food shopping. Yeah. I'm going to go relax. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to do everything as a couple. You
0: don't have to be glued at the
1: hip. No. Yeah. Living together should be a positive thing.
0: Yeah. Like an integration.
1: Exactly. It's two different people sharing their lives together.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: Not, hmm Exactly. We're not one being. Like, yeah. Potentially, if we, if we do move in together, I hope that you go and do yoga, that you yeah. go and meditate. And there can be separate rooms. Where you have your own life. There can be a meditation room. And there can be oh, to where, yeah. yeah, we're
0: gonna have the hydro There you bed. go.
1: <laughs> exactly. And then you could kind of be your own self. Mm-hmm. And you set time, okay, out of these 24 hours, I want three and a half, four hours to myself. I want this or that. Or let's say we get home, we both get home from work at 5 p.m. and we go to bed, let's say at 10. Two hours, I wanna be by myself. Mm-hmm. Three hours, I wanna be by myself. Yeah. Or maybe I'm doing a weekend trip with my mom. or, Yeah. Whatever the case is, it never should feel. Yeah, you
0: should be able to take solo time. Exactly. And not be guilted like guilted
1: for No, it. that's you never want to be guilted, mm-hmm. and you never want your partner to make you feel guilty because oh, no, that's, that's, that's a that's a can of worms in itself. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. The last question is: How can we make our sex life or our relationship better?
1: Um, which one are we going to do first? I guess sex life. Sure. Sex life is honestly not to have sex every single day mm. and to have fun with it
0: did we have sex today
1: no we didn't have sex today okay so have fun with it try different positions it, it shouldn't be so serious everyone thinks sex should be oh you both have to be turned on and it's got to yeah. be like oh we got to put candles on no it can be fun you can laugh and have sex oh my god We've sex can so be funny exactly things. and let it happen just be authentic, and I guess for our relationship, continue with the communication, and and for my part, not worry about what can be, just enjoy for what it is now, yeah, and try to grow what it is now. That's I it.
0: Do that too. Exactly. Cool. cool Any beam. final thoughts?
1: <laughs> Any final thoughts? Um, I think it's super cool that you do a podcast.
0: Thanks, babe. Yeah. This is the part where I usually plug people's social media, but Nick doesn't use social media, <laughs> which is really good because I'm very insecure <laughs>
1: and jealous. So. And That's for hilarious. me, social just isn't. I I don't yeah. want to waste my time on social media. I'd rather enjoy my life instead of having other people enjoy my life for me.
0: Ditto. Love you.
1: exactly. I'm also really good, by the
0: way. <laughs>